We didn't we didn't have the internet until I was like, yeah like thirteen. Wow. Yeah. yeah, Jennifer and I always bond about like being way too young online and it's very fucked up. And, your par- <laughs> and like your pa- even if you have like really conservative parents like I did, like mm. you don't t- like how do they know like to look out for like oh hey there are people who are going to ask your thirteen year old daughter like to like say like to, to say like do you know what a blowjob is. <laughs> oh yeah, I did that. I mean, like, I I didn't have it in. Ask thirteen year old girls that. No, no, no. I was asked. I was asked that, like, like right. from strangers. On, I, like, uh, I went into chat rooms and shit when yeah. I was little. Um, or like, but I, I was over my house because we just we didn't we didn't have a computer. We didn't have money for a computer. Yahoo but, uh, personals were was worse than anything I ever saw in FetLife, and FetLife was so bad that I. Even being a pretty open-minded sexual person, didn't uh, even meet anybody. Uh, so like that, but that was the great one where I did get the cop who was like, "I'm a <laughs> I'm a sadist," and I'm yeah. like, "Yeah." He was the one that had the Mark Maron quote. Was, uh, oh, yeah, and he was cheating, and he was cheating on his wife too. He's like, "My <laughs> wife doesn't understand." I guess that's uh, a fetish, cheating on your wife. I guess so. Like, like, yeah, being an asshole is like that's a fetish, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I realize I'm not that open sexually. Um, like compare, like I, I thought I was like open in the sense of like, yeah, whatever. But uh, like knowing the depths of what's out there, like it's like I I realize like I'm going to a buffet and just getting ice cream every time. Nothing wrong with that. I'm probably nothing wrong with that. No, no. I just like I realize that I just uh I probably sample a little more at the buffet than the average person, and it's still a lot of a lot of bad shit yeah. at the buffet that yeah, I wouldn't go near. Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> a, a buffet is a bad analogy because like I will like it's a lot more appetizing. Even the worst buffet is a lot more appetizing than a lot of sex stuff to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, even just dating, I don't know. I don't know. The most recent, my recent experience dating, I was just bored and miserable the entire time. I thought you had a fun summer. No, <laughs> I cut it off very quickly. Dating, dating kind of blows. Like, <laughs> yeah, it does. My I'm last just, be- I'm just better when you're like, it's, 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 it's nice, like meeting new people. I think, like, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed like actually interacting with new people and kind of like, um, you know, just kind of going out together and like seeing like what kind of conversations happen and, and stuff. But like, yeah, but being single and like and dating and like kind of like looking, yeah, waiting, like <laughs> sucks balls. I don't like that. Like, no, yeah, just, I can understand. Just, you resign yourself to being alone forever, and then you could just be like, all right, well, I'm just meeting this person who's going to leave me. So like, we'll just fucking hang out. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's also the thing that always that appealed to me about polyamory when I was dating Carolina was like, oh, this isn't as sad if um, I have somebody to talk to the other day that I know how they feel about me. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I definitely understand Jennifer's life a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> I can understand how she continues to date um, more I than mean, I would if all I had was being single and dating. I've never, I haven't been single. I don't even know what I would do if I was single. I haven't been single since, like, <laughs> The summer of 2006. So, yeah. holy shit. I feel, like, I feel like the likelihood of you being single ever again is pretty, pretty low. <laughs> yeah. I like, hope that is the case. Low, like, like the lowest I know. I think. You, you know how, like, they're like, if something really tragic happened, but like, I, I feel like I'm one of those people who cannot be alone. So, yeah. like, it's either like move in with like my family and have a really like fun dysfunction, do that dysfunction again. Just like, yeah. just like see it come on, like let those childhood patterns come right I, on. It's back. weird. I got to tell you, it's fucking weird. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did it for like six months when I moved back here and I was like, I'm never doing this again. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, like it, it, it worked out more with me. Like it's the, um, I think like we understand what's going on now. 
because we didn't. You and your family? What's that? You and your family? Yeah. Yeah. Mostly like my mental illness is in like and and how they're exacerbated and what their causes are and symptoms and stuff (laughs) like that. Because we didn't know none of that when I was (laughs) when I was a teenager. We just. Oh, yeah. it would be it would be worse for me because my parents could control me more like mm. and I would and I wasn't really doing bad stuff. But like like, for instance, when I went to Nashville with my family, there was a guy mm. that I knew online and it wasn't like I didn't have sex with him or anything. I met him at 2 p.m. for ice cream. <laughs> like, hello, like we uh. know each other online. You happen to be in Nashville and here I am. And my mom was like, I don't know why you're going off with boys. And I'm like, I'm meeting somebody for ice cream and talking i'm not i have lots of friends mom and like (laughs) i I came home in an hour and so i can't imagine like oh i'm going to have sex with somebody in my parents house like oh oh, yeah or like like, i don't know even if i'm like gone or like or if i'm gone like past like 10 or something they would be like where are you we want to go to bed (laughs) when you're in your 30s (laughs) see that's like yeah that's a whole different level of rough for sure like i was i was very undisciplined as a child um so like like i like i just i i snuck out a lot and stuff and because i just didn't like being there so um but now like so that was like a big point of contention that and like why i was doing what i was doing all that stuff but now um i just sit and watch movies all the time I don't yeah. I don't have any alarming behavior. So yeah, I mean <laughs> with that aside, with all the like the the fear of both parties, like it's uh it's actually a lot more tranquil um on my end. So I'm pretty like I'm not like I know a lot of ex like ex Christians who are like really mad and bitter at their parents for like all of this stuff and like like I'm like I guess I could be angry a little bit but like not really like I'm over a lot of it like how long can I get like mad over something that happened can't be changed can't be reversed it's something that they believe too which is like hard to be like super sincere place yeah like I mean you really didn't know any better uh you know like which is like you know as far as acting a certain way but um yeah and they thought oh look at us we're nice parents i'm not like punched i'm not like fucking like literally beating my kids and leaving right. and marks like and i'm we let the, uh, like we were allowed to celebrate halloween my parents were like thought they were fucking like they thought they were they were woke by i guess whatever <laughs> standards they had yeah <laughs> yeah. we tell our daughters they can grow up and be anything they want yeah I think to hold on to certain resemblance about your parents, you have to have not have much interesting happen in your life after your childhood. <laughs> yeah, like frankly, like it's it sounds exhausting. It sounds like it takes up a lot of time and effort to hold on to like those types of like moldering f- formative resentments or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Um, even anything more than five years ago, it's like, I don't, yeah. I don't need to, I don't want to worry about this. Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. it is a cautionary tale for how to like conduct my life. And right. Everything. But like, I'm not going to, uh, it doesn't upset me to think about. No. Yeah, well, like, I I've reflected on it enough. I think like I, you know, I'm not, I'm saying like all wounds heal quickly or whatever, yeah. but, um, but there's a difference between like it's still affecting you and you still holding on to like right. the worst reaction of it. Assuming they're not still doing things too. Yeah, like, oh, that's different. Yeah. That's different. That's the constant reaction. Yeah. <laughs> and like I moved out at 20 and like and like was married and had like my own life and then had my own kids. So it's like you know it had yeah. been ongoing. And I find especially a lot of people I know who are like ex-religious and ex-Christians or stuff mm. still allow their parents like a level of like control in their lives that I would never allow my parents in yeah. to mm. like have. Like, like uh, you know, my mom is disappointed that X, Y, Z. And it's like, I, like, I don't like, don't obviously I don't shit. care. Yeah. If yeah, well, that, that's what's going to happen, I guess, you know. Like, you know, if your mom is having expectations and they won't even tell like, oh, I don't want my mom to know that I don't go to church anymore. And I'm like, 
Oh, uh, well, I don't tell my parents anything. Well, my mom anything. I don't talk to my dad anymore because he is very controlling and consistently awful. Uh, even texting my ex-girlfriend last year from, how when did we break up? Like seven, eight years ago and telling her and trying to tell her why I stopped talking to him uh, made up a reason different from the reason I stopped talking to him. <laughs> Just to move the conversation along or? I don't know. Uh yeah, I'm I'm losing from my train of thought now because I do actually oh. guess that about this stuff. I guess still, but like, yeah, he's like he's an act- oh, sorry. he's sure. an actively he's still an actively damaging person. So I don't right. deal with him. Yeah, yeah, that's different. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I mean, if you cut like... someone out, but it's not like you're sitting there like, man, I'm really upset about my dad, and I'm not going to be able to do yeah. anything. No, yeah, I mean, I I would I would probably still get affected by stuff, which is why part of why I don't talk to him. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, like the stuff with my mom. Like it's been like twenty years. Like I don't give a shit. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they're still in your life and like you have, like, and 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 not in like a necessarily like acrimonious or like you know forced way. Yeah, like, you still are actively just like you know each other's loved ones and stuff. It's really hard to like just hold on to this like these like these other feelings that that exist right. from from your childhood right you know like i'm i'm trying to chase like the good feelings of childhood and those are Me slipping too. away like that's all i'm trying that's all i'm focused on i don't have time for the bad ones too how are yeah. you chasing? Do you need both i guess you fuck maybe you need both to feel <laughs> one but... it's just i think it's what you said what i've done is been like man like i didn't like learning about hell or getting spanked as a kid so like i don't do those things to my kids it's yeah. like yeah yeah you know what what else can i do i can't unspank yeah. myself and like, you I still just... and you still get to spite them for not living the way that they tell you so <laughs> it all it works out that's true yeah yeah Dalton. hello oh well, I didn't say you actually that. called in yeah i managed i figured it out all the numbers <laughs> Oh, yeah. I haven't, I've never actually done that. I don't know. Actually, maybe I used to on the Hillary campaign. I used to do Zoom meetings. I don't even know how that works. So I'm sorry I couldn't help you. <laughs> That's okay. Where are you? How's it are going, you guys? Hey. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in Delaware County, <laughs> Pennsylvania. Uh, oh yeah, there's a Delaware County, Pennsylvania. It always confuses me when they do that, especially when it's like states that are right next to each other. Oh yeah, it's annoying. Oh, yeah. What do you want to go by? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll call you anything. Anything, anything you want. Call me. I don't know. Dude, man, bro. <laughs> All right, dude, man, bro. Dude, um, dude, man, bro. Yeah. Yeah, dude, man, bro. Let's try that. Sick. All right. Well, <laughs> um, this is Hassan. These are my friends, uh, Brandon, who I met back in Indiana, and uh, Jennifer, who I met online. Um, Hi. And uh, hey, Jen, hey, Brandon, <laughs> how's it going? Oh, Jennifer was who we were gonna Hello. try and stay with in Virginia when we were gonna go to that Claypool show. Oh, all right, a long time ago, <laughs> it was like three months ago. <laughs> oh, uh, right. Well, I guess I never really thought about it. I, I guess I never really thought that was gonna be possible. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't, that's surprising. Yeah, like, you're always I'm... going to random shows, though, like all over the fucking country. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I haven't really, like, I mean, I slowed down a lot, actually, but I haven't really stopped, per se. But, like, I've, I slowed down a lot because, like, like uh, I got, like, serious with a girl and, you know, the cliche story of just, like, settling down and kind of, like, you know, <laughs> like, re, you know, uh, reprioritizing life, uh, what's important in life. Well, how many times have you seen the Disco Biscuits this year? I um, mean, probably, like, 20, 20 times this year. What? Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's slowing down. I think <laughs> it's, like, it's like nine months into this. I'm gonna have to more, you know, more than half a I don't know. I saw you like twice to... a month. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gone to one show this year, not one. Uh, yeah. So I mean, yeah, with the with the too, I don't know. Like, I guess it's like because they, they play like you know, uh, like four four night five night runs so when you go see them it's like yeah you're seeing five shows at a time or like four shows at a time i mean i've no i, um, I, 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 
all these years I've been going to shows, I've never seen a band that many times. Well, I mean, I saw, I followed the dead and I followed Claypool. So I saw them like, but I never, I can't afford to go to that many shows in a row. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was funny actually. Cause like, I, so I went to that show, I guess in Dewey Beach, Delaware, um, uh, like, um, last month in, in August. And, uh, like I, I ran into an old friend who like, I, like, you know, I befriended when I first started going to shows. And like he, like at the time when I met him, I was like you know maybe seventeen, and at the time he was like thirty eight or thirty nine. <laughs> oh, he, like, he was like he, he, he was an old head in, <laughs> in our circle of friends. Um, but like uh, like running into him at the show, like we like we would just we would reminisce like our past, and was like, and he was he reminded me of like the time, like he like he helped like drive us to shows because he had a car, and like he reminded me that like the one time that we went to a festival in Florida called a, a Langerado in florida and like he, he said oh, yeah. like when he would when he picked me up he said like all i had was a bag full of change <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I didn't even have money like, like that, I, I would use change to like uh like pay pay for the you know uh the tolls and stuff and i didn't i actually didn't remember that because i'm pretty sad <laughs> like, I, I don't, like you know but like but like, he was saying that like that's like what we did to get down there and stuff and i'm like and then we also just like worked the festival because we had uh, connections to work, uh, you know, like uh, <laughs> to set up in production. So oh, that was our way. In oh, right. Was that with uh, Eminem? No, no, that that was, Eminem was a different connection. Actually, oh, okay. Eminem, but Eminem, Eminem enabled a lot of those summer festivals, uh, yeah. you know, multiple years in a row uh, through uh, you know Josh and Rob. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I, in that circle. That's how I got to go to Bonnaroo four of the times, I think, was just working there. Oh, my God. I would I know where Bonnaroo is and it's like in the middle of nowhere, Tennessee. Like and I know exactly where it is because it's between Cleveland, where Tennessee, where I used to live and Nashville, Tennessee, where my parents live now. And like I never went to it. But like one time I drove by the traffic and I was so angry, like just how oh, bad the traffic was. Yeah. And, and like I used to know all these people from my Christian college at Lee University who like they would they were like really chaste and good. But they said they went to Bonnaroo and then they would just do drugs and like hook up. <laughs> And that would be like that. that then they would go up. home. Yeah, they would go <laughs> home and like forget for like ask for forgiveness. Did you ever work a festival, Rob? Me? Yeah, yeah. I've worked at Bonnaroo four times. Oh, you, yeah, that's what you just said. I trying <laughs> to get Bonnaroo like smoten, smited. Wait, what? Like that sounds like a good way to get like to evoke the wrath of God on Bonnaroo. Yeah, it's like that's that's like the one day where we all just say fuck you, God. <laughs> we can just do whatever yeah. we want. Well, the first year I went, uh, my dad and I, when my dad and I were walking in, uh, there was a guy, like one of like a guy with like a tractor and like wearing overalls and huge beard and shit, and just standing with like a huge sign about raging against like homosexuals and drug users and stuff. <laughs> like right in, yeah, like right in front of the entrance, like oh. he went through all of that traffic and everything to get to stop right in front of him. <laughs> Jeez, what a drive to do yeah. something that dumb. Yeah, I mean, it's been doing. You've been doing this for like twenty years now, right? Like, I remember in high school, you like just disappeared. Yeah, for like how did you week. start? How did you start? Was it the dead that started it? Yeah. Well, yeah. Like, I guess, like, uh, like you know, through like, uh, like uh, my friend Eamon, like, he was going to his house, like, kind of getting introduced to the Grateful Dead by like listening to uh like vinyl like at, at his parents vinyls at his house mm -hmm. and then you know just kind of getting like, interested in, like through that like through the music itself and it was just like how can like this amazing crazy sound come from like <laughs> a band live on stage too i'm like what the hell is yeah. like, what know, records are you what, sorry what records are you listening to uh, like like the the one i remember it was, it was live dead um, oh nice uh, yeah like so like, that that was the one that stood out to me um but like uh um but like you know like even just like so like like i guess to go in a couple of shows like you know around uh philadelphia around my area like, kind of got me into it and then like rob even like you know rob you were pretty instr instrumental in that <laughs> like you brought you and your dad brought me to a voodoo festival in new orleans in 2003 as yeah. my first actual fest festival go like you know seeing a festival being i never even thought about that <laughs> yeah that was yeah, my I first actual music huge music festival 
But I remember you, I remember before we went, that's like, I remember you were downloading a lot of the bands on Kazaa. Like, we didn't see the disco biscuits there, but like you were downloading them and talking about them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like wanting to see them, but like, yeah, we, we missed them because I guess we, came, we I think we, we arrived a little bit later or like that same day that they played or something. Oh, yeah. We got yeah, there like during uh, Funkadelic. Yeah, like George Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'll, no, I'll we didn't. That, yeah. I, yeah, I think the only jam band we really saw was Government Mule there because otherwise we saw like the Stooges and Godsmack and Marilyn Manson. And, um, <laughs> it was God 2003. Damn. It was a weird time. Also, my one time seeing Iggy Pop. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, that was with the Stooges. That was fucking great. I do you remember when he um do you remember when do you remember Marilyn Manson was on after him and he had all and like all the the fans were like dressed up as like the Antichrist superstar cheerleaders and shit. And um so they were like all up front and at one well Iggy Pop started the show by demanding they turn off the light on him. So he performed the entire show in the dark. But then uh <laughs> Like halfway through, Did he have his... a shirt on. Is that why? No, he had a shirt off. But uh, oh. <laughs> but like halfway through, yeah. um, he went over to a uh, to a Marilyn Manson fan in the front somewhere, and uh, just started started talking to her, and he was just like, like, what are you? I, I forget what he was asking her, but then it ended with him saying, "All right, oh fuck you, you suck like the music you like," and he spit on her. Jesus Christ! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, damn, this guy is fucking hardcore. <laughs> He's yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're like... It's not appeasing to the fans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember after that, I don't know about you, but I remember like, the next big thing I went to uh, with everybody was uh, uh, Jam on the River and Penn's Landing in Philly, which, which were the first time I saw the Disco Biscuits. And Ween. Yeah, 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 like... <laughs> That was that was a that was like a, uh, another big event. But I mean, for me, I guess my next big event was uh big festival was a Philadelphia Hook Festival. Oh right, you went to that. I didn't get to go to that because I was always yeah. grounded. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So That's that was so my first, I guess, like actual, actual camping festival. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember I you were like drinking with like our middle school principal or something. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And even yeah. we were still in high school at the time too. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god. Man, oh, I mean, that, that dude was yeah, like, sounds like, so depressed. Like, so what I'm hearing is that <laughs> the way that, out, <laughs> the way to become like a noise music concert goer festival guy is to like just have really permissive parents who like don't care or oh, like just like oh no, not at all. Parents are much more permissive. Well, my mom is much more permissive than my parents, but it's not into noise, are you? You're not listening to like Merce. No, like, no, 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 like I don't have permissive as well to use because like they were they were not permitting any of this happening. Um, like I think what really like played in my favor is like being the youngest of four kids, <laughs> oh. and like you know, like so my mom, my parents were like tired, you know, like to like to like you know kind of like, hold me, uh, hold me down or like you know like kind of discipline me enough to kind of keep yeah. me in the house, you know. They're just kind so. of over it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, yeah I'll see what this one does. <laughs> I mean, I used to go hang out at the house. Uh, at, I used to just, like go sleep over there, and then we would just go hang out outside places. But like, my remember is like your mom would be yelling at you, and you would just like make fun of her, <laughs> and then just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad, but uh, you know, I feel like, uh, like <laughs> yeah, I was pretty much like a bad kid, I guess. You know, bad apple, but. Uh, um, I think like I, you got I, good I, grades. I came around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I got good grades. Yeah, I always passed. I never failed. You know, like, and uh, yeah, you did better than I did. And <laughs> <laughs> kind of got my education. Yeah, because I, like, you know, even while I was going to all these concerts and tours and stuff, I would have to bring my, I would bring my books and stuff and like study sometimes. Like you know, like <laughs> at, like in the morning before you know before we leave or like even after the show and stuff like that. Wow, you you work for it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, and like and like and, and that's like what I was known for, you know. Like people will actually, like, you know, when I run into people now, like, oh, you were that kid that like brought the your like school shit with you, and I'm like, yeah, because I'm I'm like, why am I spending all this money on fucking college and like not like <laughs> not really passing? Yeah. You know, I was like, like that, that was my that was my you know, logic in that. You know? <laughs> 
I never knew how you did it. It was always chaos, though. <laughs> like whenever I was around with whenever at ever whatever these shows, like I have no idea how you pulled that off around these people. Yeah, I think a lot of people. I was gonna say, like a lot of those people are dead too. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. So like because of like that life, that type of lifestyle, yeah, kind of consumed a lot of people, right? Like, yeah, uh, like because you know <laughs> the lifestyle is not sustainable um, no. <laughs> to be, uh, you know, just like going on benders, uh, you know, every time you see a show, basically. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, like you know, it's a uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's a huge, huge level of self indulgence. You know, right. uh, going to you know to these uh, concerts that you, you know your favorite bands and stuff like that. But, right. Uh, like I remember, it, it's I remember, fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, fun to an extent. Like when we went to New York to see um, the Disco Biscuits, I we you we we both went to see them on December thirtieth. What was that? Twenty, like two thousand ten or something. Oh five, actually. Oh, five. Oh, my God. That was so early. Yeah, because we were like 17, I guess, or 18. Um, yeah, I saw in high school, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, we graduated in 2006. So, yeah, when we were 17. Or I was 17. You yeah. might have been 18, I guess. But, um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, like, we went to that Disco Business show, and then we were going around from place to place, and just, like, everybody we would see, like, were on the verge of getting kicked out of their hotel, it seemed like. And that last place in North Jersey, it's a Holiday Inn, like, I remember going into that room and it was just like humid with like cigarette and pot smoke and uh, like a uh, beer and just like they had the bathtub was just filled with water and trash and they had the heat up at like 80 degrees or something. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's cold as hell outside. <laughs> well, yeah, but it was like it was fucking disgusting in there. And then I just remember like oh, yeah. sleep on the floor. There was like like, I don't know, 15 or 20 of us in there. And um like just waking at random times you hear people say like i'm gonna go piss on the walls <laughs> and um <laughs> just like leave to go piss on the in the walls in the high in the hallway or like they all like took a bag of wine and like took over the, the pool in the hotel and shit <laughs> and, that was and, and that hotel too like so how, how we got ended up there was like on my space there's a there was a you know like a like a group uh, for the disco, the fan group for the disco, biscuit. and yeah. this girl Emily posted that hey, I got I got a big hotel in North Jersey. Anybody can come stay. And then I I just posted on on that. I was just like you know commented on that saying hey, we're coming up. We have like no money. We're looking for a place to stay, and that's how we ended up there. And holy shit, was, yeah, I mean, we got a cab cool from New York. <laughs> At like got 3 a cab yeah, I like and me from New York City at like three a.m. or something. Oh my god! Oh my god. Yeah, so like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a cheap cab. No, but, I can't. I don't remember. I I don't know. I don't. Ref, I don't remember the ride really. So I don't remember. I don't remember how much it cost or anything. <laughs> but I remember it snowed the next but, day. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, Andy was with us too, like at that time. So. Yeah, you told me he so, was yeah. the one that stopped them from feeding me acid while I was asleep. Jesus yeah, Christ! And, 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 yeah, yeah, he, he, he wasn't. And it's funny because, like, he, like, you would think he would be the one doing it, right? No, like, I know, yeah, because that. like he was always like a nightmare yeah. when he would get high and drunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he was just a bad, you know, bad Andy. That was his name, and it was like, yeah, he would always cause, you know. He played pranks on people like that. That was a prank for him. You well, know? Yeah. But like, it was, it was funny because I had to tell you that too. I'm like, you know, it was funny. It's not him. It was, it was like everyone else I wanted to do it. No, yeah, <laughs> I was shocked. I mean, the reason we got there so late too, partly, is because we had to walk like a mile in New York City at fucking 2 or 3 a.m. because he hid his knife in a parking lot and forgot it. And we had to go back Jesus. to the parking lot near the venue to find it. <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I have less memories uh, to, to pull from than you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, when I when like but, the kind of bands I was into, like the middle aged people bands mostly. Like I was going to see Government Mule. Like the next year, I went to see Government Mule alone again in uh, New York. But I went up by myself too that time, and I went to a hotel room full of like people in their like forties to sixties. Um. Just, that sounds is that more relaxing? 
Or are they still <laughs> pissing on the walls? No, it was, it was, <laughs> they were just like watching an Eagles game. Like everybody, like I was like, <laughs> all right. Nice. And like, yeah, they were all like, did you want some nachos, kid? <laughs> no, they were actually, they had snuck back uh, weed from um, Jamaica and uh, Amsterdam. They had a couple of uh-huh. Kenwood Cup winners and, uh, they were passing us around and I, just got, I got like way too high oh, and okay. they had the window open and uh they um there was a boom box next to me playing government uh-huh. mule and it was government mule covering um the beatles i want you she's so heavy uh-huh. and i just i smoked way too much and like i just uh I had to close my eyes and it was just like the most uncomfortable thing. Just having this Ugh. fucking loud tinny boombox playing like the slowest, sludgiest fucking song. <laughs> I actually remember the guy like yelling at me like, yeah, hi, Rob. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you feeling it, kid? Yeah. And actually some looks like the kind of people that like Hassan was probably hanging out with that night <laughs> came into the hotel room and the guy just like kicked him out. I was like, absolutely fucking not. Get out. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know what's made it on cnn right like with the no. burning man oh yeah man. which oh, which Jesus, festival yeah. would you like to get trapped at and which one would you least like to get trapped at i mean i feel like he's probably been trapped at them <laughs> have you been trapped exactly. at them? Wait, that's actually oh no i never actually got trapped at a festival i mean like nice. i've been in festivals where it's been tor- torrential torrential downpour where there's been mud up to your like knees yeah like Lost like, like, like your shoes get eaten up by the the ground and you just lose your shoes and yeah like oh holy shit I remember that that was at in the Indian Lookout Country Club in uh, upstate New York um and like yeah it was a, it was a downpour like they they had to like push down a lot of the concerts they like re- relocated the they actually made like a makeshift stage because the where the stage was like you know that that was like where the mud pit ended up being so they actually relocated <laughs> the stage just to have the concert you know just to have the show yeah, still, still to go on and stuff. But Damn. Uh, I forgot that but, was. Well, luckily, yeah, no, no one got stuck there. But yeah, have, yeah. you never been like stranded without a ride or anything? Uh, I don't know, but I think Rob almost did actually. I did. I, I, did. I know that. I know that story. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if Jennifer knows that, that story. Yeah, I'd like to hear it again. No, yeah, Don and I were both stuck, but like just pushed his way into somebody's car and you're like oh you want to go and he's like yes <laughs> and they just left <laughs> yeah like we would like squeeze like two like 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 people into a small like uh bmw coupe like it was a very uncomfortable ride from michigan to philadelphia <laughs> yeah yeah no i um yeah I remember that before like uh we were watching Gurren mule and i saw uh the guys we gave that ride to from uh Balt- from the rat dog show in baltimore back to philly Oh, uh, they were walking around selling shirts during government mule. I'm uh, rapping. I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I know some people going back to Reading. I was like, oh, fucking close enough. Perfect. <laughs> and um, and then I went back with you guys. I started drinking and smoking just endlessly and got like so fucking trashed. And then the next morning I realized I was like so fucking hungover too. And I realized like I don't remember where the fuck he said they were. <laughs> so oh, I man. So yeah, I lost that <laughs> ride. And then um yeah, I had to like basically just hitchhike back with the f- Fucking crazy ass couple. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Jesus Christ. Yeah, for me, I guess, like, you know, like, for like a story to my, like, you know, my, I guess, one super adventurous hippie, like, pilgrimage trip of mine, like, in 2009, I actually flew to uh, Los Angeles from Philadelphia, like, on a one way flight um, <laughs> to, oh, see, to, to see, like, the, the end of the dead end. I did in 09 and uh, at that time, I was you know, so like, jealous. Was, you know, <laughs> like at the time, like I didn't have like, a smartphone. Like smartphones were new. I, I still had a flip phone, and mm. like I like I remember landing there, like in uh, in LAX. I actually brought my rollerblades with me. I rollerbladed out of LAX to like the closest, like you know, motel, cheap motel I could find. Um, and like I remember, like even like talking to like the the, the gas station uh, attendant on a desk for like some hotels. He's like, you shouldn't be like rollerblading in this area. And it's like gangland area. And he's like, he's like warning me. And like he, he's like a fellow Indian person. So he's like, as an Indian person, I'm just like, you know, warning me. <laughs> like, yeah. Like to be, be safe and everything. I was like, he's right. There, play, there are parts of LA you don't want to be rollerblading. <laughs> <laughs> With a huge, with a huge bag of like clothes, like have a huge duffel bag of clothes. Oh man! Um, 
and like, and like uh, but anyway, like, so like, when I flew out there, like, I only had like, uh, printed out like map quest directions and stuff, like, from like LAX to the, oh, you know, shit. to the venue, which is six, which is six miles away. And then when I got to the venue, like, I didn't, so I, I didn't have any plans, you know, like, to get yeah. from LA to like San Francisco, to San Francisco to Olympia, Washington, and so, Holy so shit. Like, but, but like running into people at, at like in in the lot at the dead show. Um, I'm running into like people that recognize me from my friend's house in the Poconos, you know, during the after party for a show. Like they recognize me, like, and and they're like they they bought the story, and then like, I didn't recognize who, like these kids were, and they bought <laughs> the story, and then like, brought the story about me. And then I was like, yeah, that is, that is my friend Dan. That that is his Pocono house, and that is you know what I mean. Like you must have met me there and stuff like that, and like. And it, like, uh, ended up that they had an extra seat in their car, and then um, I ended up like riding with them for the for the for the next uh, you know like six nights uh, for the for the final Man. like you know final four shows for the dead in '09, and then like uh, it was it was interesting with them because like they were like you know road kids like like showed up like you know like they were hustling like you know drugs and like, uh, like um, oh shit like, okay. Artwork, artwork on on lots and stuff. You know, they had like yeah. LSD and whatnot, and like they're they're hustling that. And like we were when we were like at the morning review shows in San Francisco, like we actually like and we, we the plan was to actually like just camp out in Golden Gate Park. And, <laughs> and so so we, we went, we got everything we got, we got like beer and like you know liquor and everything. And we got food and stuff, and then we went up to the Golden Gate Park and started drinking and hanging out. And then we got like overran by like what they call like gutter punk kids, gutter <laughs> ah. punk. Uh, you know, like it's like you know, like train hopper. You yeah, know, like, two, two yeah. people that they're not hippies. They're not, you know, they're no, 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 people. no, no, yeah, no, <laughs> right. People like squatting into abandoned houses in Oakland and shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 Only one of them, like, like a girl punk came out and she started like harassing one of our girls. And like like the girl that she was rapping in our crew was like from Long Island, and she's like a take no shit type of person. So like uh. our girl actually started swinging first, and then when she started swinging, like a whole crew of the other ones, like like with with like you know like Rottweilers and like pitbulls, cut oh, my bush. And then so, so all we could do is really just grab grab what like, beer and liquor that we could, and just run out of the park. And then Jesus when we ran out of the park, we, we ran out of the park. We see like a whole like group. Of hippies that all that got they ran out of the park as well, and they're like, you know, organizing it like a retaliation. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And, and we're like, dude, we're like on the road. This is not our park. Um, we're just gonna walk up <laughs> yeah. to Buena Vista, Buena Vista Park, and that's where we're gonna sleep tonight. <laughs> this is like, <laughs> this is what the decline, like the next decline of Western civilization, should be about. I want to see <laughs> this. I want to see this fucking yeah. war. Between the fucking hippies and the oogles, man. I mean, I would just love to see like any documentary following people on Dead Tour and shit. But I mean, it's there's so much I illegal mean, shit you, happening. You probably make a good one just, just hanging out in the streets in like San Francisco. Like that that homeless uh, scene there is it's, it's insane, actually. Like yeah. people, um, it's just it's just like you know, uh, I don't know. It's like it's an epidemic of homelessness. Right, I mean, nobody Minnesota could afford right to live there. Yeah, but they all just end up there, you know. Like, yeah. like I, don't know, I, I think I, I everyone had that idea, of, like you know, the Golden Shores of California or something. Like I don't know what they sell, you know, what they sold to us, you know, what Hollywood sold to us. Well, I mean, San Francisco is <laughs> like five hours up from LA, isn't it, or ten hours? Six hours. <laughs> yeah, but, Six but hours, I feel yeah. like I don't feel like people, California means a lot to a lot of people. That's yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, it's it, also it, like the end of the line. There's really nowhere to go after that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, that's the old Mark Marin joke about Florida about is for people at the uh for people at the end of their life or the end of their rope, because there's just nowhere further south they can go. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um yeah, and, uh, fuck. I was so jealous because we did I think you saw more shows on that tour on the East Coast than I did too, but we saw um we drove I we drove to North Carolina at uh at like midnight <laughs> on Easter Sunday. Um, or a day before, I guess. I guess we drove there like after I finished work on Friday, 
um in my beat up old saturn that like the cassette deck broke the day before we left so i got a boombox and used and used the cassette adapter in that and just had it sitting in the glove box nice <laughs> um, and it took us like 12 hours to drive down there and uh i don't know how i did that but uh i remember that was the most insane dead lot i was on because like they had those undercover cops walking around the whole time oh man yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, and, and they were actually like busting people for you know, yeah because I almost got buddy, busted. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, like, because uh, yeah, because there was that kid um uh, that uh Alex. Yeah, that kid. He's dead, so we can say his name. Um, <laughs> but uh, he um he hated me later. I remember like we ran into him in Wilkes Bar, and he was just like sneering at me. But um, but I mean, like, the I reason like, that the heat was on on you guys, I feel. He was what? He, I think he was the reason that the cops were like, you know, harassing I mean, you guys. I mean, well, he was because like, uh, what happened was like, he said like, oh, I have this like shitty weed and nobody will buy it. And somebody said like, well, why don't you roll joints? And he's like, oh, it's got to get out of the, out. like I got covered to do that. I was like, oh, well, you can sit in my car. So we were sitting in my car and um, he put all these pills too and put them on his lap. I remember, remember had pills because he called, he said one of them was Soma. And I was like, you mean from like Brave New World? And he's like, no, it's like a muscle <laughs> relaxer. Um, and uh, yeah, and then I all of a sudden, I just remember you guys all just saying like, cops, cops, cops. And then the next thing I know, I look over and somebody's knocking on the window next to him and they show the badge and uh, they pull us out. And the cops are like searching me and they keep uh, asking me if I have any alcohol in the car <laughs> and any liquor in the car. And I asked them like, and I kept saying no, even though I wasn't sure. And it turned out we did, but they didn't find it. <laughs> um, but uh, they, I was like, is that like illegal? Like, am I allowed to have that? And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they kept asking me. I don't know. Yeah. But uh <laughs> Yeah, they they searched me and they kept saying and they kept asking me like like what was going on. I was like, I don't know. He said he was hot. I let him sit in my car. Um, and you're like, and he, I didn't know what he was doing. And you're like, you didn't you didn't know what the person sitting next to you in your car was doing? And I was like, no, I was talking to people on my window, even though I think my window was closed. But uh. um, <laughs> and then I remember turning around. They said like, hey, like, do you know this guy <laughs> to Alex? And uh. he was like, no, I just met him. <laughs> I was like fucking a, and then after yeah, they nice. finding the liquor in the trunk, they're like, I, they were just still like rummaging around and talking, and uh, I was just after a while, I was like, hey, so can I go? <laughs> and, uh-huh. and he asked, and he's like, oh, he asked the other guy, he was still searching the other, still searching Alex, and he's like, hey, is he okay to go? And he's like, do you find anything? And he's like, no. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, all right, thanks. If you can lock my car, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I just. I just left and just walked in whatever direction. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was also the show that uh I got I found tickets for everybody, but uh you snuck in a you you know you got in, but then you snuck backstage accidentally. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how I ended up there. And like I wish I could I wish I could like like really tell you exactly well there's like some hazy like you know memories I have, but it's still like kind of like hazy. Like I, I was definitely just like super wasted and like you know, um, like also in that lot, I remember being on rollerblades again. And I also remember specifically falling on my friend's puppy. Yeah, like, oh, you, know, you came back crying that, with that, no rollerblades, that, and I was like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> yeah, I fell on a puppy. Like, I didn't like kill the puppy or anything. It, oh, it wasn't okay. really hurt. Like, it, was, it, it did squeal, and it was like you know, like people were like, yelling yeah. like, at the time, though. Yeah, is that how people recognize you? A lot? It was like, is that how people recognize you? It was like because you're no, not yeah. not the puppy, not the puppy. I mean the rollerblades. <laughs> no, the Indian guy had rollerblades well, yeah, at the for, dead shows. He's the guy that made that puppy. Yeah. Yeah, for that for that specific tour, yeah, like, like that was the first show of that tour. Actually, that was tour opener. Yeah, nice. uh, it was Easter Sunday that opener. That's a good idea. Yeah, if you're yeah, gonna need rides, you should have a gimmick. That's true. I never yeah, thought I, about yeah, that. Yeah, well, I learned. I learned like, kind of like a trademark. Yeah, kind of a thing. Nice. But, like, uh, yeah, that's fucking but, uh, smart. <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, but no, yeah. So like, I, like, I was like, you know, I was, like I drank a lot, so I was like really blacked out, drunk, and I had full mushrooms, <laughs> and like um. I don't know. I guess like I was, I was walking, I was walking into the venue because I was with like a lot of people, and then somehow like, I ended up like walking down like the wrong corridor, 
Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, and then like, like, so like, I ended up in like a backstage area because like they had, you know, like their, their instruments set up with like, you know, these uh, like floor mats um, and like, you know, food and everything back there. Oh, um, shit. Which, which I ended up like, you know, I ended up sucking, sucking in food. I remember. And then, like, <laughs> I, I, I ended, up, I actually ended up taking because like the formats were so awesome. I thought that was a like, stripping, stripping balls. You know, like it was a like, cool looking, but they were just like really regular mats. You know, yeah, no, they were just they were like very, they were like they were like padded. It was weird, just, but yeah, cause I had them in my house in my apartment for like ten years after that. Uh, Brandon yeah. probably saw them because I had it in my from my front door in Muncie. <laughs> <laughs> I still have have mine actually. Oh really? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I ended up taking like two floor mats from from nice. there. And I'm like, well, you took four. I, I, I didn't, I didn't end up seeing our uh, four. So I said, then yeah. I, I went, I went one. So but, yeah, well, maybe three. <laughs> I ended up with four, but but uh, but uh, yeah, no, I don't remember I like seeing any of that show. Though, so I feel felt like <laughs> I feel like I missed that. Missed You're that whole four mats all the time. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I ended up in the back of the area, then like got like because like uh, they wouldn't let me come back into the show area once I figured it out. Uh, figured out man. that I wasn't in that area. Because like, in the, also so in that take area, your like, sandwiches and fucking formats. I remember at the time too. You said, uh, "Well, actually, let me tell this part of the story too." So what happened was, um, we got out of the show, and like I met up with like Laura and um, uh, Alessandra, and we had no idea where you were to meet was. And, uh, and, uh, so we broke, we all split up to go look for you guys. And then, um, I came back and you, I came, I think it was, I came back and you were lying on the mats on the, on the ground in the parking lot, <laughs> looking at the stars. And then I think you went to go look for Jimmy. And then I went to just go to sleep in my car because I had driven 12 hours in the middle of the night the day before. And I was still like burned out. And then uh, Jimmy came back. He was like, yo, what's up? <laughs> and uh, I was like, oh, man, they're all looking for you. He's like, oh, man, weird. And he just sat there for a minute. He's like, should I go look for them? And I was like, yeah, sure, <laughs> go do that. And then um, <laughs> and then yeah, the rest of you guys, hours. yeah, and then the rest of you guys came back. And then you were like, have you seen Jimmy? I was like, oh, right, he came. And then he left again. And then we were just waiting for like 10 minutes. And we were like, just go back to the hotel. So we just left without him. <laughs> <laughs> and then he came to the hotel with that woman and everybody else left and i was sleeping in bed because i had to drive back the next morning <laughs> and uh he was sitting at the edge of my bed with that woman and i don't know what the fuck was going on but he kept trying to wake me up and he told me the next day it was like yeah because she had like he was she was trying to have sex with me but she had a boyfriend who was a biker and he said he kept she kept talking about how he like like how he like killed people and shit like I didn't want to fuck her, and it was just like, yeah. isn't that funny, Rob? <laughs> like, right, Rob? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that that's why they kept trying to wake you up. Yeah. <laughs> but um, oh my god! Not so there was a witness, like yeah, no, we were trying, we were trying to wake up just so she wouldn't have sex, try to have sex. Oh, with oh, oh, I see, I see. But, like, uh, oh, we can't, we yeah. can't. He's over. No, we can't because he's yeah. awake. <laughs> But I remember when I came back and you were talking about like, yeah, I found this food. Like I was playing their instruments back there. I played all of their instruments and took each of one of their mats. <laughs> I and did you and everything. Yeah. And you said, I, awesome. I, just, I, just, I just remember playing it. I was just, I was playing the bass and stuff. I like, oh, That's fucking <laughs> sick. I would have done that. That is, yeah. <laughs> and then I was remember you saying that like when you, you're walking around and uh, like uh, you, like at one point, um, somebody uh, asked you where your walkie talkie was and you were like, and you're like, oh, I don't know. Like uh, this guy, you heard, you ever heard a name a bunch? You're like, oh, what's his name? Had it. And so yeah, the guy will walk and yeah. talkie, and he just walked around pretending to be talking to people. On that's, what, that's, that's what that's let, me, awesome. let me go past that past the one one guard because I had a I had a walkie talkie in my hand. Let's go, <laughs> to go past one guard is actually I had one in my hand. He thought I was like a, a legit person. Yeah, like, like working. Yeah, it wasn't until somebody asked so you for your pass. I think. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely didn't, obviously didn't have the pass, but I, I had a walkie talkie that I picked up like when I was walking down that corridor. Did you question <laughs> somebody with the walkie talkie with the pass? No, yeah. <laughs> well, no, no bad. No, that sounds no way more official. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the walkie talkie seems more official I'll, than a pass, I'll, honestly. Yeah. That venue was like a huge uh, like a convention center complex, so like the show was in like the arena, like the huge arena, but like I in that backstage area, like 
there was a whole theater, like a whole theater with a stage. And I walked, I ended up like stumbling onto the stage. And I was like, it was an empty theater, completely dark. I'm like, what the hell? Like, what, Jeez, like, that's fucking trippy. I'm like, is there a show that's supposed to be going on? Like, the, <laughs> where the fuck am I? And like, I traveled into the fucking past, like, man. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what time is it? I couldn't hear any music. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, God, that's fucking music. weird. That yeah, reminds me of like um, walking around Bonnaroo too. Uh, the last time the both of us went and we were working there because like we're working there, we're working behind the, we, we stay behind the stages and the, behind the backstage area. And I remember that one, the one time when, uh, like you, me and Jill, I think, um, just like walking around the entire like venue grounds, like a ghost town. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just a random memory. <laughs> That's no real story. Yeah. Though. Like, yeah. It, 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 you, you see like, all, like artists and stuff too, because you're back there in the artist area. So you right. see like, like cross paths with people like, I cross paths with like Flea. Um, <laughs> I, I remember I, I, like, I remember at, at, at uh, Rothbury in uh, Michigan, like I, I was eating in like the artist area, like they, the artists and staff had the same access to this, like, you know, open bar and open like ice cream bar and food and area for oh, staff shit. and artists. And so like, uh, I, I just got a, I got a meal and I was just sitting at a table, a round table and then, uh, Bob Dylan ended up sitting at, at the table adjacent from mine. Not not at my table, but the one next <laughs> oh, to mine. Shit. And and he he literally had like, I don't know, maybe thirty people surrounding him, like like literal gestures, like people juggling <laughs> juggling and stuff oh like that. Like, and like and like and, and the fans like, you know, trying to trying to have him sign things and shit. And like, oh like you know, like, yeah, like obviously his security guard and stuff. And he wasn't looking at a single person. Like he had yeah. he had like a you know long trench long leather trench coat. Uh, like, like a top black, you know, black hat top, top hat. And like, he was just like looking at his plate, sat down, looking at his food and eating. And like everyone, there's so much freaking commotion. And like, I didn't even recognize him when we first sat down. I'm like, like, you know, like somebody told me who he, what, who he was and why, the, or, you know, what this, all this commotion was about. But I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, I didn't meet Bob Dylan, but he literally sat at the table. <laughs> that's <laughs> crazy, yeah. <laughs> eating, not, not acknowledging it, like a single life around him, but like, you know. That sounds, that sounds insane. That pretty cool. Just, like, yeah, I think the of, coolest like, thing I had happened the backstage people. at those festivals was uh, just, I back the name of the band, it was Deer something. It was Deer Tick or something. Um, Got lost and we're walking around where we were camping behind the, in the backstage area at Bonnaroo. And um, I had to show them how to get back and then they asked me, their bass player asked me where to buy weed. And I was like, it's Bonnaroo, man. Just go out to the campgrounds. <laughs> like, Where's your, who's your manager, man? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Find anyone with a backpack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fire your cousin, dude. Um, so you're still going to like, how many times have you seen the Disco Biscuits now, Hassan? And so I'm, I'm like, I got I, I, I would, I would have, you know, to double check uh, my account on like, there's a, a site called Fantasy Tour where you can that's still around. Yeah, oh yeah, especially huh. like because they're back on tour nowadays. But but uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't know, like I'm I'm around I'm around like three seventy something, three hundred seventy. So you've seen Jesus. You've seen more than an average of if there's there you've seen more, more disco biscuit shows than there are days in a year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh I, I, I hit that like earlier earlier this year. I hit that like three sixty five. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Do you still but, know uh, any? I mean, most recently, do, do I know any? I mean, yeah, like they, like I've interacted with like all of them in multiple occasions. Like you've been arrested with them? No, I've interacted. interacted <laughs> oh, interacted. And, sorry, never got arrested with them. But like, uh, no, like uh, you know, like so it's like they didn't they know me as much as like a fan, you know, like as a super fan, basically, you know. Well, also, the uh, guitarist was know. like trying to date your sister for a while. Yeah, that that, that was a period of time. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that, did, that did happen. <laughs> yeah, like like where the guitarist, yeah, like was interested, and then my sister was like, "Nope." I called a clown, but was like, you know, had the mind of like a five year old or something. I mean, back at that point, he was still like falling. He was like breaking his arm, falling through like glass ceilings or something and shit. Like, is that part of the show? No, no, like it's him being super shit after the show, probably. Oh. Or like punching, punching, uh, like a like a, pa a paper towel dispenser because of like the you know 
the poor reception of the of the crowd in the show, and then oh, I'm breaking his wrist. And then like, and then like, you can't play guitar because of that. Oh my god! <laughs> well, yeah, you can't really play guitar, so. <laughs> I mean, did they have that much difference? And I, I just sort of assumed like the reception to all of their shows would be more or less the same. <laughs> yeah, like because it's like the same like five hundred people that are at every single show, <laughs> right. <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it becomes like that. It's like like a like a, you know your little family, I guess, whatever. Like your traveling family, you know, traveling little circle, basically, of friends, you know, that you go and. You nerd out over your favorite band, basically, all around the country and the world at this point. Could you, could you like, could you, could you like, um, like explain Disco Biscuits and like their appeal to some, like to, to someone who's like never heard of them? Like, like me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah, why does a person go see them so many times? Yeah, like, so, like, like their approach to music is like you know like uh you know they ninety percent of the show is comp- comprises of live improvised jamming music so it's like uh. live improvised electronic dance music so like no. the oh four God. instruments four I know instruments, somebody guitar, who's obsessed you know, with this band oh you do oh really <laughs> they were just they just talked about it and he oh they have like a uh pin for them and everything and they would not stop talking about this band and i met the i met this person like one time in person it's um somebody i knew if they're a leftist organizer group i saw probably are, knows them <laughs> yeah they are obsessed with disco yeah. biscuits i'll have to <laughs> see if you know them afterwards yeah, that, that'll, be, that'll be funny. I mean, it's a really small circle, too. Like, it's like, we have this thing, of this, like, we say, like, it's like one degree of separation in that community because it's, like, such a small community. <laughs> but, uh, um, like, yeah, like, um, but anyway, yeah, so, like, why, like, so, like, so, like, so, like, so uh, why I'm, I got a touch with it because, like, their take on music is, like, it's not traditional. It's, like, very, like, you know, risky, like, I would say, like, in that they would, you know, take take songs and, like, do things, you know, like, take chances with, with uh, sound and like different types of song arrangements and sound arrangements that uh-huh. sometimes it sounds so amazing. Sometimes it like actually like the train wreck, you know, but like, yeah. like, uh, don't like the way like, like that they, 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 that they take risks and they don't play like, you know, within a box or like, you know, uh, like, like composed, like pre-rehearsed like music. Like that's what the kind of like, you know, is like rock and roll or something to me. What I think is like badass, like like it's like it's like badass and like you know like um, also like a, a great take on you know this the jam like jam band music you know like mm. like which I feel like what they carry on you know so like um, like yeah like, so like going to like going to a, each show is kind of unique to itself since ninety percent of it is like you know live improvised music you know so it's like. Um, once once you once it clicks for you, like once you like you know are like, a, like become a fan of the music, it's like you become obsessed with that. Like, oh, I don't want to miss out. You don't want to miss out on like you know the next big jam or like the next you know yeah. like, epic you know moment that you know like that everyone's going to be like freaking out about. And it's like you know it becomes very like much like you know like Pokemon or something. It's like you got you got to right. them all. Do you ever like? Uh-huh. But- but I was trying to get up earlier. It was like, do you ever like become numb to the music? Does it ever like stop registering as music to you or anything? Does it ever get boring at a certain point? No, no, no. I guess like you know, I guess I guess like there's like I guess like you can say it's, you you become like jaded a little bit, right? Like <laughs> I think that happens like even like uh you know, I mean that happens like because it's like you you can hear them like become lazy or like do things that are like you know they repeat things sometimes which is that they're never repeating anything you know that they're always like taking things and like it's always brand new like, every show is like a brand new slate to them you know but like when <laughs> once you start seeing them do like things like over and over again and like not really you know uh taking chances that then you can start like you know complaining and um you know you get jaded where you try to complain like oh you you, you like focus on the flubs which is like not 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 really the way to go to go and enjoy music. Like if you're going there and focusing on every mistake, that's what you're gonna see and like you know take away from yeah. the show. So like and I like and I yeah like I've gotten to that, I got I got to that point 
And I guess so I so you know, my fandom with this band, like I got to a point where I'm or, like hating them for like, every little mistake. Um, but now at this point it's like uh, you know, like I'm just like, you know, take all the try to get all the gems, like, you know, all the good moments and like try to forget <laughs> forget the bad moments because because nowadays it's more like they're, they're much older and it's not like, you know Right. Uh yeah. It's it's not it's not like I don't know, it's not like their forefront either too. I feel like it's like it's kind of like uh like um uh, like, i don't know a job, like a job. at this point <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah yeah i sent them a, i found a random video of a show they played earlier this year and i sent it to sent it to brandon and jennifer and i was just looking at it, i was like holy shit barbara's so fucking old now <laughs> yeah yeah like, like 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 yeah like brandon's all like gray hair too like he's all like a uh, snowman like, you know like santa claus <laughs> or something but yeah i mean they're not aging like fish or anything <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, I don't know. Like, like Trey, what? Does Trey, Trey probably like dies his hair or something? He does, yeah. But the, <laughs> the, I mean, like all of them, they, they've sort of kept like a youthful look over the years. Like they've, they've definitely sort of tried to maintain their image, and it doesn't seem like the Disco Biscuits like really give a shit at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but, but, but it's not like they're like uh, any like when they were like younger. I guess younger. Like yeah, they're a little bit more sloppy with how yeah. they carried themselves in public and everything. But um, nowadays, like, they, they are much more clean cut. Like, now all of them are, like, fathers and, you know, have, you know, are, have families and everything. So they yeah, I mean, cleaned the f- up their act much. Yeah, that first show we saw, what was that? It was, like, 29 years ago. No, not 29, 36. It was 20, 19 years ago. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, 19 years ago, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, and they've been playing since what two, they've been playing since like 97, 90, well, 95, yeah, 95, 96, yeah, Jesus, wow, yeah. but yeah, and 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 like, and, and more recently, they've just like they've been releasing a lot more new songs, new music, they're about to drop a new album. The, the guitarists and the keyboardists are actually in in progress of like working on producing a, a play based on one of the rock operas. Oh wow! Like a yeah, a musical play. Yeah. What's that? So. Do you have, do you know what that's going to be like? Is that going to be like a disco biscuit show or? Oh no, not at all. It, it's a total play, like a broad, like, you know, kind of, kind of like a Broadway musical. Um, oh weird! So it's they, not they've been like working, any... working. No they've dance. Been working in fringe arts. Yeah, they've been working oh, wow. in fringe arts, Philadelphia. Yeah, with the actors and writers there. Um, the, the project is called the very, the very moon. How many times Musical. do you think you'll see that? <laughs> I mean, I was trying to go see the first workshop. Like they, right now, it's like they're in progress of even completing the story. They have like this like rough idea. They had one live workshop where they, you know, they presented some of the dialogue and some of the new music and some of the new story, and they got feedback from the crowd. And now they're like launched a fund, like a like a, like a campaign for funding and. To hope to actually like produce produce this project because they realize that they can't afford it. <laughs> 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 they, they're, they're like, no, can you guys kick in to our go go find me? <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously, was, you know, I give them fifty dollars. <laughs> oh well, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I was gonna say it's the least you could do, but I guess you've paid to see them over three hundred times, so you've already yeah. done the yeah. least yeah. you I mean, can do yeah. for them. <laughs> And, and, and you gotta think like not all these shows are paid for. Remember, like a lot of these beginning, a lot of those shows in the beginning, I never paid for a single, single one. But you would sneak in. That's true. You know, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I <laughs> That's right. I guess the one time I saw them, I did sneak in through the mm-hmm. side door at the Electric Factory when they did that late night set. No, I can imagine. Yeah, I remember you snuck into a Rat Dog show. Uh, by because it's before they would scan tickets and uh you just walked in with like an 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 ahl hockey ticket you just handed it to them and they ripped it and you went in. <laughs> <laughs> that's like yeah anyway uh it's been about an hour if anybody has anything else oh, are you muted jennifer i've been muted the whole time or like since, oh, I, yes. since, yeah. since it blips back oh well no, I was just saying that it sounds like you have an extremely interesting life. So he does. <laughs> is there is there one show oh, that yeah. sticks out? Holy shit! Uh, I mean, that's, that's a really tough question. But like, I mean, yeah. one show that gravitates. It doesn't have to be the like best show or anything like that. But like yeah, the, yeah. the first, like mo- like really notable one. 
yeah, you can think yeah, like, of. So, so yesterday I stumbled upon like 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 or like you know I, I reminisced the show like it was uh, June twenty sixth two thousand seven it was Disco Biscuits as 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 Tractor Beam which is their all uh, in, all instrumental act it's like they play biscuit songs when, without singing oh. and um and like that show was just like you know basically you know a bar a barn burner you know what I mean from from, from beginning to end like yeah. like like I remember I remember in that, in that venue it was the Chameleon Club in in uh, Lancaster like that venue like was from the ceiling the, the ceiling was dripping uh like moisture from the sweat and you know the the humidity inside that venue oh, and stuff man. and then and, and it was just like it was just, the show itself was just like a follow-up show and it's uh you know it's definitely like Creme creme de la biscuits or something. You know? nice. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> but uh, awesome guys, it was uh, it was fun uh, reminiscing uh, good times with you. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. This is this was uh this was awesome. Yeah, no, it's always nice fun to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> it's always fun yeah, hearing those it was stories. Nice you guys as well.